You're listening to The Faithful Podcast, and I'm Keely Scott. Today's episode is the final episode in our Coffee Date series. After this week, you'll be learning about the role justice plays in the faithful community and how God uses women in Scripture to inspire us to create and act. This second part of Sandra McCracken and Sarah Kroger's conversation about community in the church picks up with talking about the messiness of serving within community. Settle in with your hot drink of choice. Currently, mine's a latte with cinnamon and honey. And listen in. Thanks for listening. Community is maybe the hardest thing, but it's the the most mm-hmm. beautiful thing. Just like any relationship, you know, is <clears throat> incredibly yeah. hard to be laid bare and vulnerable and with other people. But it is like uh, being tested by fire. It's like the way that God designed it. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, why did you design it this way? Even family, you know, like even not yeah. even just talking about yes. church, like <laughs> family is so hard sometimes, but it, it is, mm-hmm. it is the school of love, you know, and community is the school mm-hmm. of love. And, and we are continually being shaped in that school. And, and I think that's a part of mm-hmm. being, um, a person in general is just being willing to be a student, um, and being willing to lay down your pride. I struggle with that too, and lay down your way, your control, um, and continue to be Mm -hmm. shaped by other people. Um, yeah, it's probably Mm -hmm. the hardest thing about life. (laughs) I've been thinking about that a lot recently, just how hard that is. And, um, but it's so good. Is the refined the refining fire at, at home sometimes feels like you're, I mean, it makes me think of that image of like hot coals and you're like walking barefoot yeah. because you're so vulnerable and at home and you're making mistakes left yeah. and right. And then it's exposed because yeah. there's like, you, you know, and I, I think that's where uh, we, we look to the Lord to love us in such a deep tangible way so that we can endure this with one another. Cause there's, <laughs> we keep letting each other down, know. you know, and yet, <laughs> um, that teachable thing you describe, I think of like Mary sitting at his feet, like this is when Jesus is like, she chose yeah. the, you know, this is the good part. <laughs> Just sit there and learn from me. This is the good part. <laughs> I know. And you know, somebody's got to cook <laughs> the meal, but do the dishes, but like Martha, yeah. you know, but I, like it all, I don't know how all those things, the, there's a mystery to where those two different, re, like the Mary mm-hmm. and Martha images come together. But I do yeah. really love this image of Mary just sitting and studying and hearing and being totally. teachable. Yeah. And I do think it's, a, uh, it's about incorporating even that, even, even those moments of, of learning within the busyness, right? Like it's almost like it mm-hmm. needs to be a part of it all. Like the moments that feel mm, mundane right. and boring yes. are actually like life. That's where life happens. And yeah. I'm continuing to yeah. like dive into that mystery and, um, and try to incorporate that idea into every aspect of my life because otherwise it's like prayer becomes this very segmented thing. Like I'm only, I'm going to pray in the morning. I'm going to have 20 minutes of time mm-hmm. with God. And that's, that's my prayer time. And it's what I'm ri- realizing right. is actually, God can be a part of every aspect of our day if we allow it to, if we allow him to, you know, um, and if we open our eyes to that, but that's like, that takes Mm -hmm. work for sure. (laughs) For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I mean, that really is where like kind of the pressure gets to us. And then we rely on our, our default, whatever the default is, whether that's control or productivity or whatever, we kind of lean back on those things. And, you know, just the other day I was thinking about what it is to like, um, make decisions together as a married couple with my, you know, with my husband and just thinking about, we can talk about things, but if we talk about like, Hey, do we want to get some chairs for the porch? What color should we get? When, you know, what's, what style, what, what do we want to do? Um, we just moved into a new house, which is why there's a bunch of junk behind me, but there's like a lot of decisions around that. And we can talk about that. And then we get busy and we forget to circle back. And then one of us just makes a decision and goes for it. But I was thinking Mm -hmm. about how like living in step with the spirit, what my desire is both with my husband and with the spirit in different ways is to stay in it, in communion, in communication until all the way through the point of action. So like continuing to stay in step until we make, you know, the call and like, do we want to get red chairs or black chairs? I don't know. Like, I want to do this together. Like at the end of the day, I want to do this together with you. And there's like this picture in that. And that's actually really hard to do because we're distracted and we do way too many things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. And so then I just forget and somebody decides and then you're like, oh, I really wanted to get the red chairs or whatever the thing is. But to to think about our, like the dailiness of that being in step with the spirit so that as we're in community with one another and the pressure comes in and there's stress and there's our emotional responses to things and whatever we get triggered about, there's like each one of these little tiny moments is an opportunity to say like, come Holy Spirit, give me wisdom like let the words of my mouth be your words, you know, and we are changed by that, you know, by his, by his mercy. Like that's, that's where the, like you're saying, this is where it really happens. This is where like our sanctifying, where his sanctifying work in our lives really happens is like in the, in the boring stuff too. Yeah. (laughs) It's out. It's not just within like the church walls. Like when we talk about church, sometimes it's segmented to me to like, like a physical place is what I see in my mind. And it's actually like, mm. you think about the domestic church too, like all of it is, is church, you know, our family is church. Our, our community yeah. that we go to on a Sunday is church as well, but it's, it's more than just that it's life, you know? Three Tree Coffee is a specialty coffee roaster that uses craft coffee for three purposes. Empower the farmer, end human trafficking, and engage the community. They roast their coffee in small batches to display the unique flavors of coffee from around the world, including Ethiopia, Costa Rica, Honduras, and many more. Three Tree Coffee partnered with Compassion International, a child advocacy ministry, to create the Compassion Coffee subscription. In this monthly coffee subscription, 20% of each purchase goes directly to Compassion's mission to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. Now that is a purposeful cup of coffee. Plus, it's delicious. I love their blend coffee. So when signing up for this subscription, you can choose the house blend for a consistent breakfast blend style that is smooth and rich, or you can choose the roaster's choice option, where you are sent a different coffee each month curated by their talented roasters. Choose how many bags you want each month and if you need them ground or whole bean. 
then freshly roasted coffee is going to show up at your door a few days later and it'll keep coming each month. So you want to give the coffee a try first? Okay, well you can. Use the code FAITHFUL at checkout to get your first bag free of the Compassion Coffee subscription by Three Tree Coffee. Or you can click the link in the show notes to easily apply the discount. Purposeful, delicious, and first bag free. It doesn't get much better than that. Visit 3treecoffee.com to get your first bag free with the code FAITHFUL. You think about the domestic church too, like all of it is, is church, you know, our family is church, our, our community that we go to on a Sunday is church as well, but it's, it's more than just that it's life, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, that's really beautiful though. Like that is just being in step with the spirit. And I'm just receiving that today because I feel like I needed to hear that. I needed Mm -hmm. to hear that challenge of, um, just allowing the spirit access to every moment of my day. I I don't think that I do that enough. And I think that, um, I did that when I was younger, when I was just learning about the faith and really excited about, um, just incorporating Jesus into my life and talking to him. And, you know, when you like first start a a new relationship, like you get really excited about, uh, about the honeymoon stage. stage. And I've been thinking about that recently. (laughs) Like it can't, you can't live there always, but you can, you can continue to kind of like incorporate that, those initial moments mm-hmm. of first love into your life. At least you can try. And so, um, I feel like mm-hmm. that's a part of it is like just living in communion, living in communication with the spirit and mm-hmm. allowing him access to every part of my life. Um, so I'm feeling that. Yeah, That's sure. so good. Well, as we kind of <clears throat> wind down, going back yeah. to that initial question and thinking about this, like, yeah, the, what you're just describing is like knowing that we are loved by God and that he wants Mm -hmm. to be with us in the normal, ordinary stuff of our lives. And that he wants to bring us into a family where we can do this together. Like we're not made to be alone. I guess going back to that original question, I just wanted to reaffirm that if you are thinking about finding your place in the church or you feel like you don't Mm -hmm. fit in, um, that the invitation is not that you need to be something different before you come in, but that you just you are, there is a person like God has made you to be. And, um, and it's so, uh, it's so profound in, in the way that God has designed you that like, there's nothing that you could do to add one bit to it. And there's nothing you could do to take away from who God's Mm -hmm. made you to be. And so I guess that's the thing is like, we can just bring all of it. Just, you know, you don't have to bring a costume. You don't have to, I mean, that whole idea of like your Sunday best, well, you could probably forget that, <laughs> you know, like just bring yourself and that that is who he wants to bring in. And that's who we want to be with too, as the community. Amen. So anyway, I don't know if it that makes really sense, does. but while saying we need to change also, I want to just say like, at, at the same time, just bring your, your real self, yeah. your, um, unfiltered, uncostumed yeah. self and, uh, beautiful things yeah, will happen for you. Love it, Sandra. That's so, so good. So good. To, man, I love, we should do I know. this more often. It's really good to <laughs> chat with you, Sarah. It's been so good. It was so good. <laughs> All right. Yay.